0: I think there's a new member of a boy band. Coming
1: into
0: a difficult environment and out- what was that? What was that, Johnny? What was that? Oh, that's Johnny Davis telling Assembly Hall... Bye-bye as the Badgers take down the Hoosiers in a hell of a game. 74 to 69. Wisconsin coming
2: into a difficult environment and gutting out a win in a physical game.
1: (laughs) I was going to say, are you going to play the one that got clipped off about two
0: seconds early? Wisconsin coming into a difficult environment and gutting out a win in a physical game. I I, I can't quite make out everything he said, but it's bye-bye, bye-bye. And then there's some audible words in the background. But my God, Rowdy, Johnny Davis, a team-high 30 points, 12 rebounds. The final 13 points of the game belonged to him as the Badgers were down five and then end up winning by five. I wanted that victory so bad because as the game, the game was pretty chippy. I know when you started, you tuned in right before Brad Davis and punched dude in the face. Punched, <laughs> LOL. Yeah, like in- incidental Yeah, contact. I turned
1: it on pretty much the offensive set Boney 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 right, bef- right when Davison missed that uh, three-pointer short and then went down on the other end and they had the little foul.
0: Yeah, because you had... Which, by the way... Real quick, you were at, at Stoughton Wrestling, right? Like, yeah, yeah, it was
1: sectional final. Yeah.
0: so that was the softest... Flagrant foul! I'd never. It was incidental contact. I'm glad Brad Davidson punched that dude in the face. He kind of deserved it. Flagrant
1: foul in college basketball like that one is the exact same thing as targeting in
0: football. It's yeah, soft. It's like, and Brad Davidson didn't even punch. I don't know how anyone couldn't tell that was incidental contact. If you're a referee wearing the zebra stripes, like Brad Davidson wasn't even looking, like flails his arm up and pop. Get well, right
1: then, the didn't box. you hear but on the broadcast? Jay Billis is like, well, since they're reviewing it now, it has to be a flagrant.
0: Yeah, they're like, oh, it's like, are you serious? The, like Jay Billis, he stinks. He sucks. Yeah, I can't stand him.
1: Well, how about him bitching about them going to the monitor to review the out of bounds on uh, Crowell?
0: Yeah, and he's like losing his mind. How it's, hey, how can they review that?
1: They, review that? Well, they literally went to the review with under two minutes. And by the way. They ended up getting it right. Yeah, He wasn't out of bounds.
0: Did Jay Billis not, like not want them to get it right? Because Stephen Crowell did everything in his power to get that ball. I thought it was out of bounds on Stephen Crowell at first, too. And then you go back and you look at the replay, you're like, wow, the dude kept his feet in, and he was able to, yeah, thank, to scoop
1: it back in. Thank you, Stephen Crowell, for having like probably close to a seven-foot wingspan.
0: <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I mean, the turning point for me, I mean, Johnny Davis, incredible down the stretch, right? Stephen Crowell getting that uh, wherewithal to scoop that ball back up before it went out of bounds and dish it back in. They had to go to review that like lasted forever. But to me, Rowdy, the turning point, because Wisconsin was kind of in this little lull, and then Brad Davidson was called for a flagrant foul of punching this jabroni in the face. What was that guy's name again? It's uh, escaping me. The
1: well, I tweeted out right when that what happened. What was his
0: name? Was soft as hell.
1: Softest tough guys ever are, are basketball players.
0: What was that guy's name again? Do you remember the, was the it together. Jackson? Yeah. 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 Or no, Jackson Davis was the big boy. Was it Johnson? Z- no, Johnson's zero. I'll have to go remember, but that was it Galloway? We'll, we'll figure it out. But Rowdy, here's the thing. He's well, a scrub. He was ready to really bring the thunder.
1: Yeah, fake tough guy
0: to Brad Davison. I would take Brad Davison in a fight all day. I would take Brad Davison. Brad Davison doesn't back down. Did you see when like he got like punched in the face, and Davison was just stood there and like looked at him like, "What do you want, dude? Like, I didn't do anything. Like, it was incidental." And then, how about Crowell coming in to like, kind of t- do a little shove, shove, and break well, it up? Well, I actually think that the, that's what sparked the Badgers. I think that's it was. It I think
1: them. it was Jackson Davis that came in and did the majority of the push.
0: Yeah, and then Crowell comes in and, then and Crowell just kind of got
1: on. the really the end of it.
0: It was a hell of a game for the Badgers, man. That was you know very hostile environment even brad speaking of brad davison who listen i think indiana hates that guy the most but public enemy number two was brad davison's fiance. i don't i think you were at the i think you're at regional still rowdy no
1: first. i saw some interviews
0: with her did you see her get interviewed and she's like yeah i'm getting a lot of hate tonight like it's it's pretty tough here in the crowd oh well, what did you expect well, she she's the all-time leading scorer for Indiana women's basketball. That's yeah, but you're there wearing a Wisconsin sweatshirt. <laughs> I, I understand it. But, my God, she was getting just booed relentlessly. And then Brad Davidson's like, i got to do it for my girl. i got to do it for my boys. Brad Davison hitting some pretty clutch threes. Now, he wasn't, I wouldn't say officially broke out of his slump, but it was nice to see him hit a couple of three-pointers. What, he had three last night. So Brad Davison with the 21, but Johnny Davis down the stretch just killing it. But that punch, quote unquote, I wouldn't even call it that. That incidental contact that, for some reason, was tabbed a flagrant flagrant one. Excuse excuse me. That rowdy to me was the turning point because that's when the Badgers really started to crank up the intensity, and then did not back down from Indiana. And Indiana, aren't they? Isn't Indiana just a bunch of crybabies, dude? Remember when the game at the Kohl Center, uh, number zero was Xavier Johnson? When it was Chucky Hepburn went up for a layup and he just obliterated him near the end of the game when the Badgers uh, had come back. Well, okay, they were crying at the end of the game and they just they just they just got all in their feelings and just crumpled.
1: Well, the one thing, how about after the Brad Davis and flagrant when I think it was Xavier Johnson zero took it to the rim. And got a put back mm-hmm. and then kind of shoved Davis. Yeah, Davis stood there
0: like, staring and at him. then
1: stared at him. I guarantee you, if Davison would have done that to him, it oh, would have yeah. been
0: a t. Yeah, he would have got teed up for it. And then, my friend, your friend Jay Billis, who's such a <laughs> he is a he is a doozy on the broadcast. He's like, oh Xavier Johnson with some words for Brad Davison. I'm like, he, anyways. And then when Steven Rowdy, e., I thought when Steven Crowell was called for that travel, I thought right there that that was going to doom the Badgers. Like all of a sudden there's going to be like this, this the nut kick continuum was going to, you know, tap us in the goodies and we'd be doomed. But no, no, uh, Johnny Davis uh, instead continues to take over as the dude was only took 15 shots. Johnny Davis scored 10 of them for 30 points. Uh, he, he made it a little interesting with the missed free throw at the end there when he could have made it a two-possession game when the Badgers were up by, what, three? Uh, but then, it you know, he hold serve. Brad Davidson perfect on the charity stripe, 10 for 10. So good for Brad Davidson right there, scoring 10 of his 21 up from the free throw line. Uh, but again, it's the bench productions, man. The bench production is literally nothing. It's He had two, two. points from Chris Volt. A lot of fouls coming from the bench. Um no, I guess for Chris vote more like it, but
1: yeah, Chris vote four fouls in seven minutes.
0: <laughs> no production from the bench, but the Badgers still go on the road and get a huge win over Indiana. That was a hell of a game. That was a really nice game. Chris
1: vote getting his money's worth
0: every time. Chris vote gets called for foul. He just he like stretches his arms out like he's standing straight up again. He's like, "What did I do? What did I do?" It's like I feel you, brother. I feel you, man. It's tough, but man, that Indiana Hoosiers team—they are. They're salty, man. They're they're they do not take losing well. And I listen, that's the thing, like if you're a winner, of course you don't take losing well. But they get they get extra hacked off. And like I thought there were gonna be a palace and the malice for a little bit there. Palace at us, or a malice at the assembly hall. Um uh, well, how aggression uh, how have gotta leave a well, I, fight. did you think there was gonna be a fight there for a second? Remember how
1: No, because basketball players are mm. <laughs>
0: No, but anyways, hold me back, fight. Yeah, hold me back. Hold
1: me back. Bring me back the bad boys of the Detroit Pistons. Uh, Bring me back, you know, nineties, eighties basketball.
0: Not, not, not Meta World Peace. No, no, we want Ron Artest. We want Ron Artest. I don't want
1: no BS Meta World Peace. I want Ron Artest. One, the Meta Sphere is dumb. Two, World Peace is like never going to happen. That's what what Ron Artest Give me. Ron Artest.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The Meta is dumb, Rowdy. World peace not happening. Not attainable. Give us Ron Artest. Give
1: me Ron Artest. We woke up and chose violence. And Ben Wallace. And Rasheed and Rashid Wallace.
0: Wallace. And Jermaine O'Neal. And
1: Steven Jackson.
0: <laughs> what
1: a game last and night, the though. And a couple fans that were also involved.
0: Yeah, one, <laughs> I want that one dude to chuck the beer. Of, <laughs> the one guy who chucked the beer, but then blame it on the other guy that was by him. He's like, no, no. Or what about
1: the heavyset guy that starts
0: throwing? <laughs> and then... Oh, was it Jermaine O'Neal that came out of nowhere though, and just like un- no it was Captain Jack Stephen Jackson just lays him out. There's a really good documentary on that uh, on Netflix, by the way. How checking out. I will right, we'll dive into more of the Badgers game. It was a hell of a one, um, especially that moment when Brad Davison quote unquote punched dude in the face. It was the most well, lamest foul ever.
1: Yesterday I talked about how Indiana. To me for basketball is like Nebraska football. Yeah, they were good like thirty plus years ago for a long time, but they haven't been very good in the last thirty years. Yeah. Like outside of like four or five seasons in the last thirty years, Indiana basketball has not been Indiana basketball. That's why I think they're salty. Oh, I totally dude. Because they think they're better than what they actually are. It's kinda like Nebraska fans when they you know, they always come in expecting to do really well. Yeah, and then they have like a 500 season. They get salty because like, of wait. like one call at the end of a game uh, uh, that didn't matter.
0: Yeah, uh, Indiana's hilarious, dude. They were they thought they had that game in the bag again last night. It is so funny watching Indiana. They had that. They thought they had that game in the bag at the Kohl Center when they were down 22, and then to see them just melt down at the end there and lose. And they thought last night they had it in the bag again, and to see them melt down and watch that crowd be all sad, well, it was hilarious to me. And Johnny Davis. With uh, Here, I'm just going to play it. Johnny Davis.
2: This in Wisconsin coming into a difficult environment and cutting out a win in a physical... Thank you. J-
0: and Jay Bayless, Bayless J- Jay Billis, please sh- sh- shut up. We want to hear Johnny Davis say bye-bye. He said bye-bye a couple times and then dropped the word to Indiana. The word rhymes with wussy. I swear. But maybe I'm hearing things. Zach told me he listened to it a bunch of times and didn't hear it. He said it's inconclusive.
1: But you do have to remember that Zach does have selective hearing.
0: And reading. Also, two very good points. Like, touche to that one, Rowdy. Indeed. I swear that he said something else at the end there. And I like him for it. Let him know, Johnny Davis. Let him know. And then after... Now, they didn't shake hands. There probably would have been like a Malice at the Palace... But whatever it is at Assembly Hall, uh mail at the palace, Assembly Hall, aggression at the hall, nah. I'll think of something. But when it comes to once they got to the locker room, Greg Gard really firing the folks up, Rowdy. Uh, let's see here. Did RJ send us the video of that? That'd be me. Thank you, Rowdy. That'd be you. Excuse me. I didn't mean to confuse you with RJ there. And, and thanks to RJ for, for stopping in for a little bit. Here's Greg Gard in the locker room. After Johnny Davis told Indiana uh, bye bye, hell yeah! 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 Hell yeah, Yeah! Gardo! Come on! I don't know, Rowdy. Seems like a team that likes each other and uh, likes their head coach and feeling the vibes as they're now tied for second with Purdue in the Big Ten.
1: I know that they that we had a lot lower expectations of the Badgers. They've obviously played way better than anyone thought they would. Man, at one point, people were talking about one seeds. Now they're in the tournament comfortably. A lot of people thought they might be borderline tournament. They're comfortably in that, what, top, technically tied for second in the Big Ten right now. Yeah. Isn't this team just a breath of fresh air just in general with the new blood that's on the team? Yes. And the fact that, like you said in that that um celebration post-beating Indiana. They're celebrating. They look like they like each other.
0: Yeah. And man,
1: so much of a change-up from the last couple of years.
0: It is. Hey, Greg Gard, can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah! yeah! Thank you, Gardo. So, it's
1: not quite to the Hulk level, but we're...
0: We're working on it with Gardo. Hey, Greg Gard, one more hell yeah? Hell yeah! yeah! Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah, my man, Gard. Uh, here we go. Here we go. At RX Goat on Twitter... Tweets my account, Evo, says, the brawl in the hall, Rowdy. Assembly Hall, Indiana, Wisconsin. Brad Davison called for a flagrant one for punching this Parker guy in the face. I just thought it was, it was funny the softest that the, punch I've ever seen.
1: the broadcast said that.
0: What? Oh, he punched him
1: in the face. He punched him in the face. He literally well, barely raked him over the face. Well,
0: first, Jay Billis said it was incidental contact, which is exactly what it was. And then the referees had to go to their little monitors because Parker for Indiana, number 45, was bleeding from the lip a little bit and he had to, you know, had some choice words. Stephen Crowell had to come in to break it up when uh, Jackson Davis came in to kind of, you know, shove some people around. I would take, if you were to give me a brawl in the hall, as our guy Rx Goaches tweets in, which love the name, dude, I would take Brad Davison over. Number 45, Parker Stewart. I would, ta- I would take Brad Davison in that fight. What about you, Rowdy?
1: Oh, Brad Davison's... You know how I feel about basketball fights.
0: Well, yeah, but take, t- take your, you know, the softest tough guys out there out of it. Brad Davison versus Parker Stewart. They go meet in the parking lot after the game. Who do you got? Brad Davison, no one be taking some hits, but Brad Davison never backs down. That, <laughs> that, that Parker Stewart guy is like, a. he needs a hold-me-back guy. Like, he's a classic hold-me-back, hold-me-back. And never does anything. I bet you Brad Davidson would swing on a guy.
1: I don't think he would. You don't think so? No, I don't think so.
0: I don't think so. Oh, he take the high ground?
1: I don't know if I would necessarily say he takes the high ground because we, we've we seen the nut punches before. That was uh, incidental
0: contact, too. Come on.
1: But Do you blame him? Who likes I, the Housers? I I, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't see him throwing throwing a punch. But I do see him getting under people's skin. Yeah, pretty we, pretty we clear. See, we see that every game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Parker Stewart. Indiana, there's for I wanted that win so bad. Well, I want the Badgers to win every game. But I wanted that win bad bad last night when it was just chippy. The brawl in the hall, didn't shake hands. Johnny Davis with a bye-bye. Brad uh, Davis's fiance getting chirped relentlessly despite her being the all-time think leading of how scorer far for we, Indiana.
1: We've now come from like the eighties. Pistons, bad boy team. From like actually like physically hitting people <laughs> to the malice at the palace, what was that, the early 2000s Oh yeah. To the brawl at the hall where one guy barely gets scratched across <laughs> the face and another guy comes in and shoves him.
0: Hey, he bled. Nobody makes me bleed my God. own blood. Nobody makes me bleed
1: my own blood. And the biggest push actually was uh an Indiana player pushing his Fellow Indiana players, <laughs> and then Stephen crawl finished
0: it off with just a slight tap. yeah a slight tap the brawl in the hall we've really come a long way, where one punch was thrown when it wasn't even a p- <laughs> it was kind of like a like a backhanded slap when you're you know when you someone. you know
1: when you watch the like hockey fights, and the guy rakes the other guy across the face where he puts his hand and he' kind of goes like this, yeah he
0: just you know, he' just kind of rubs you know, it across their face, yeah.
1: That was more physical than what Brad Davison did.
0: Brad Davidson didn't even know he did it. That's the thing. Like, how do you even say that was a pun? And
1: I just don't get the thing that I don't get is when Jay Billis goes, well, yeah, um, if they go to the monitor, it's automatically got to be ruled a flagrant. It's just either flagrant one or flagrant two. Why does it automatically have to be a flagrant if you go to the monitor and be like, oh, that's incidental contact? That,
0: I know. That, it's like, I have two eyes. I saw what happened. Rowdy, You have two. you have two eyes. Hell, you could have one eye and see what happens. Hell, you could be dead from an O and be blind as a bat and see what happened. It was an incidental contact. But that was the moment that sparked the Badgers. We were in a conversation yesterday. I have to read this. Uh, Rob Reichel, who joins us, Forbes.com, Rob Reichel, uh, Conley Media as well. Uh, and Ron, if you're still listening, uh, he, he told me, be be wary of – Okay, well, here's the thing, Ron. Um, I love you, brother. I love you, broski, but I say a lot of crazy things. All right, anyways, I'll save that for off here. Uh, Rowdy, when it comes to um, a conversation we had yesterday, our guy, Rob Reichel, who joined us Thursdays at 820, very, very, very well known of his stance on Aaron Rodgers. And what would you say that stance is, Rowdy, on Aaron Rodgers?
1: I don't know. I would say he's not particularly an Aaron Rodgers fan.
0: <laughs> no, not at all. So he, More of
1: a Brett Favre guy.
0: Yes, and this is where this stems from. Uh, Rob had sent me a quote yesterday uh, from a Bob McGinn article. And this is the little excerpt from the Bob McGinn article that Robbie sent me. And Bob McGinn covered the Packers forever, like a long time. A great guy uh, when it comes to covering the Green and Gold. Uh, always tried to have uh, you know no spin. It was always just to the point, you know, just the facts. Right. Let's see here. Robbie uh, mentioned uh, this little snippet quote: "Given his mediocre level of play in 11 postseasons and merely one Super Bowl appearance in 14 years as a starter." He ranks as one of the more overrated quarterbacks in the history of professional football. The 49ers, the Cardinals, the NFC's best year after year have owned him in the postseason. He and his apologists have run out of excuses. Perhaps the most appropriate way to characterize Rodgers' 17-year career is postseason loser. End quote. Then Rob says, priceless. So then you and I started talking in the office yesterday, Rowdy. Because we know one thing. Rob Reichel, big Favre guy. Big Brett Favre. Hey, as am I. Love Brett Favre. Same? You? Yeah?
1: Favorite player of all time.
0: Same. Love me some Brett Lorenzo Favre. And Rowdy, you have uh, started like, I think you mentioned like, well, I'm going to go look at Brett Favre's postseason you it know, was just basically athletes. team
1: stats. Yeah. And what did you find? And, well, of first off, I think as Packer fans, no matter if you're elderly or we'll say a teen, mm-hmm. you've seen a lot of good teams and you've seen a lot of heartbreak mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the Green Bay Packers. I know in, what, 27 years, Packers have been pretty good, but all I've known is Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. And then occasionally like the Matt Flins and Scott Tolzien yep. and Seneca Wallace and... Yeah, all those guys, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yes, Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre. And there's been a ton of winning. We talk about winning the NFC North, the NFC Central majority of times. But then we talk about all the heartbreak in the playoffs and only having two Super Bowl wins and three appearances in basically 30 years. Yep. Went back through because all you hear about Aaron Rodgers, especially the last year plus, has been the narrative of Him being awful in the playoffs. One of the better regular season quarterbacks of all time, but can't get it done in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And I went back and first off, we know they're both super talented. We know they're top 10 probably of all time. We both know that GMs and people that work in the front office, present and past, have said that they wish they would have given both guys more talent around them.
0: We know that. That's a fact.
1: Now, we know that Brett Favre did have talent. He won a Super Bowl. We know that Aaron Rodgers had a lot of talent around him. They won Super Bowls. Yep. Well, this is what happened basically since Favre took over. 93, 94, and 95. The Packers just ran into a better team. They were called the Cowboys of the 90s. We the boys! I mean, we talked about Indiana basketball living in the past. We've <laughs> talked about Nebraska living in the past. Living in the past. And how about professional Dallas Cowboy fans. They're still living in the past with those 90s teams. Yep, Those were good teams.
0: The 90s, that's the prime for Dallas Cowboys fans.
1: So they lost those three games with Favre. Obviously, they win a Super Bowl. They lose a Super Bowl to Denver. But then after that, you had that San Francisco game where a lot of people, myself included, you watch that replay. Jerry Rice clearly fumbled the football. Mm -hmm.
0: Clearly. Yes, that's why I was I was getting mad. so
1: that's a heartbreak loss. Yep. And then you go and you play the Rams. I believe that was the year the Rams won the Super Bowl. Yep. Then you play Mike Vick who comes out of nowhere with the Falcons lights you up. Yep. And then in 2007, we'll say Brett Favre in his last game at Lambeau against the Giants where he threw multiple picks. Yep. And you thought you were right there. Yep. A lot of people were already thinking about getting Super Bowl tickets.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Outside of the. Oh, and I skipped 2003 because I think I tried to block out fourth and 26. That's a heartbreaker.
0: That's a heartbreaker.
1: That's a, that's either you're losing to the Cowboys or you've for the majority had a lot of heartbreakers of just freak things. Then you look at what Aaron Rodgers had done. Lost that overtime shootout with the Arizona Cardinals, his first year in the playoffs. What a game it was. Wins the Super Bowl his next year. Beautiful. 2011, him and the defense completely choke. Chokes. 15-1, and one, you get bounced by the Eli Manning Super Bowl champ, New York Giants. Then it was the two back-to-back Kaepernick years where they couldn't figure out how to stop the spread option. Yep. The Brandon Bostic heartbreaker. Ugh. Another Arizona loss after you tied it up. What's more heartbreaking, with, a, with really a Jeff Janis hail mary? Yeah. Then the one where you get absolutely spanked by the Falcons, who was clearly just better just than you. Annihilated. San Francisco, who was clearly just better than you.
0: I mean, Raheem Monster made a career off that game.
1: And then two heartbreakers: Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Kevin King, and then Lat- just
0: literally yeah, a few we, weeks we ago in San, San Francisco. That's
1: a that's a lot of heartbreak just on freak things where it's like how can it continue to fall apart and lose games like this for literally 30 years.
0: Yeah. I agree. It's it's like it's it's almost you couldn't write a script like this like Hollywood who's out of ideas couldn't even write a script like this. It's insane. <laughs> the heartbreak. Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean just going back to some of the bigger heartbreaks you've had. It's the nut kick continuum. 97 Super Bowl. You lost. Ninety-eight playoffs. Jerry Rice fumble. That wasn't. Two thousand three. Fourth and twenty-six. Two thousand seven. Brett Favre's multiple interceptions against the Giants. 2000- Two thousand and eleven. You're the best team in the NFL, and you get dumped first round. And then I'd have to go with Brandon Bostic. I mean, you're just going right through it. Kevin King. This last year. That's a lot of big time heartbreaks in thirty years, where you thought you were probably a Super Bowl team, but then on top of that, you know, Aaron Rodgers gets a lot of flack for being one in four in conference championship games. Yeah, what's well, Brett Favre? One and zero in Super Bowls. Brett Favre in conference championship games, he lost in ninety five to the Cowboys. He won in ninety six when they won the Super Bowl. He won in '97 when they lost in the Super Bowl, and then after that they lost in 2007. So Brett Favre is two and two in conference championship games and one and one in Super Bowls. Aaron Rodgers one and four and Oof. one and zero in Super Bowls. God, Oof, that you know three and six in conference championship games and two and one in Super Bowls <laughs> combined in thirty years.
0: Oh, Roddy, when I read the stat, Ugh,
3: it's
0: just, I'm just I'm going through the emotion right now. Sometimes. Thank you, R.M. That's just tough. I'd say that hurts more than being
1: like Paulie and a Bears fan, <laughs> or being a Minnesota Viking fan, because you're right there.
0: You're, you're right, right there. there.
1: You have a great quarterback.
0: It's, like, you wanna, you, it's like every time you want to go get married, but you're up there as the groom on the aisle, waiting for your bride to. to walk down the aisle and you look out the window and there she is sprinting away with some other dude in a limousine to catch some Jet airliner somewhere else.
1: Like there's one thing, like we have Matt Bernstein on every once in a while, especially during Badger football season. He talks about how being a Jets fan is just kind of comical at this point. You know they suck. You know they're going to lose. And you're going to have a few beers out in the parking lot and know that they're going to lose. Being a Packer fan in the last 30 years, you always figured they had a shot at the Super Bowl.
0: And you're still going to have a more than a few beers on the parking lot no matter Correct. what. Yeah, Before and after. I'd say it hurts more. I think you're Just right there. Just because you're right there. So when I read this stat, out of 721 starting quarterbacks in the Super Bowl era, 34 have won a championship. Over 95% of those starting quarterbacks in history never won a single ring, let alone two. So to knock Rodgers, and I guess you go back to Brett Favre, about only winning one ring. Is it crazy to knock a guy? You're there so many times. You only got two rings out of the two quarterbacks. Already look at it as like, hey, 95% of starting quarterbacks in the history since the Super Bowl era never won one. I,
1: I don't know if I would say it's crazy, but I'll give you a different word. How about easy? Because the guy, the current active quarterback with the most Super Bowl rings Probably is the guy next to Aaron Rodgers that has got knocked the most in the postseason this year. And we're talking about Jimmy G. Yeah, how about this? He has the most rings for an active quarterback.
0: The active... Is it starting quarterback or just quarterback? Just quarterback. Active quarterback in the NFL with the most rings? Jimmy GQ. Two of them. Two. Dos. For Spanish-speaking friends.
1: And he is technically a starter, but... Obviously, those are both yeah, but, Tom Brady. Yeah, Super He won Bulls. those rings
0: when Tom Brady was there. Two for Jimmy G. And the Niners are going to be done on that. Everyone again. else has one. And I don't blame them. Yep. One or none.
1: Obviously, that's with Tom Brady retiring. Ben Roethlisberger retiring. It's a wide open field.
0: Uh, the Chicks once sang a song called the uh, Rowdy Wide Open Spaces. It's a wide open field. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm hoping that they re-sign Aaron Rodgers to an extension for three, four years so that we don't see a landslide for the Green Bay Packers.
0: (laughs) And if they don't re-sign Aaron Rodgers, his name's not Earl, but Brian Gutekunst might have to die. And I don't mean that as in like a physical sense, (laughs) his career then. Please sign Aaron Rodgers to a contract extension. I had to try to fit in another. I don't know any other Dix- and, Dixie you know, Chicks songs. Really, Sorry, the Chicks songs. It would
1: really piss me off if somehow, you know, Colonel Nathaniel Hackett or whatever they call him. Yeah, he's looks like a how Civil they War had that, general. Yeah, a Civil War general. Yeah. If he somehow landed Aaron Rodgers in a trade and he pulled that off and got his traveling soldier. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's that there's was
1: the another old, Dixie that Chicks it, one. the last one I don't know anymore.
0: Or could Jerry Jones be like, Cowboy, take me away. Oh, that's, that's a good one. one. I forgot yeah. that one. Uh, but that one's not going to happen.
1: I, I, I'm i tapped out of
0: Dixie or Chicks. But, sorry, it's the Chicks. Chicks songs. Get it straight, okay? They canceled themselves and then rebranded to the Chicks. I don't know any other ones. Is there any <laughs> other ones? Any singles? Fly Away? Isn't that Nelly Furtado? Furtada? Furtado? I feel like we covered all of the big ones. Fly away—is that what's called, Kiran? Uh, uh, sorry, I'm looking up Dixie Chick singles right now. Anyways, <laughs> all right. So coming up, a uh, relief pitcher. Now, Rowdy, we have a cider today, and we're gonna go call. You, I like when they're in studio, but obviously we can uh, we can pivot, we can move around. They're calling from Cali, so we're gonna get them on talk about. You can win a a free six pack or a sixer up there at MadCitySportsOn.com. Ooh, I have another one, Rowdy. If Nathaniel Hackett doesn't, or if Nathaniel Hackett does indeed woo Rodgers away from the Packers to sign for uh, the Denver Broncos, the Packers, well, there's your trouble with Jordan Love being your starting quarterback. See, I don't know that There's your trouble. Doesn't work as good as when I know the other song. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Which one do you want? Wide open spaces? Cowboy take me away? Goodbye Earl? Landslide? Go with landslide. Go with landslide? Because that was my hot take, better yeah. than
1: better than the Fleetwood Mac version.
0: Rowdy proclaims Dixie. I'm sorry, the Chicks, that's their new name, is better than Stevie Nicks Fleetwood Mac's <laughs> original landslide. I told Rowdy there's actually another cover, Smashing Pumpkins. Billy Corgan also covered it. Now Billy Corgan's got a little different voice than all the other ones, but Rowdy, this one's for you. Okay, so if, if Aaron Rodgers is to leave. Would it be a landslide then for the Packers? Back to the 80s. Tough. And I, <laughs> and I don't want to go back to the 80s like Bears fans. No, because, God, I'm sick of hearing about the 85 Bears, man. Pauly, instead of buying that new truck, you should have bought a DeLorean, dude. 85, back to the future. Super Bowl shuffle on repeat. Mike Ditka. BetUS.com. Uh, Rowdy, Richard Sherman, and I'm, we'll pepper this in throughout the show today. Uh, Richard Sherman is no stranger to uh, some brass talk, some hot takes. And, you know, he's, he's very opinionated. Richard Sherman had tweeted this out yesterday. And he's going to have it on his podcast. He goes, I'm going to talk about it on my podcast, but the Hall of Fame bar in the NFL is incredibly low now, like a participation trophy. And then he says this about Stafford. No all-decade team. No all pro, no MVP, one Pro Bowl, and not even MVP of the Super Bowl. As you know, the Rams just won the Super Bowl and everyone wants to talk now that Matt Ryan, or I'm sorry, that uh Matt Stafford should be a Hall of Famer. So Richard Sherman says no all decade team, no all pro, no MVP, one Pro Bowl, not even the MVP of the Super Bowl, never even considered the best in any year he played. At least Matt Ryan has one MVP. <laughs> And he says, Matt Stafford, not a Hall of Famer. And then it also has a little picture of his uh, his numbers that it should indeed back him up. He quote tweeted it, that someone's saying they should be a Hall of Famer. Matt Stafford, a Hall of Famer?
1: See, I saw a lot of people talking about Matthew Stafford to the Hall of Fame, obviously after they won the Super
0: Bowl. Yeah. I'm with Richard
1: Sherman. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. He's a good quarterback. He's a top 10 quarterback in the league He's been really good for the last 10-plus years. Guess what? Really good doesn't get you in the Hall of Fame. Great does.
0: Now, they have some people tripping back at Richard Sherman saying, he played in Detroit his whole career. Of course he wasn't getting any MVP considerations or all pro selections. What would you say to those people, Rowdy?
1: Did Barry Sanders spend his entire career in Detroit?
0: Yeah, did Kelvin Johnson? He's a Hall of Famer. Did Kelvin Johnson?
1: Yes, and he's going to be a Hall of Famer.
0: He's a Hall of Famer. So you look at Matt Stafford, and I like Matt Stafford. I think Matt Stafford's a great quarterback. What, is he a Hall of Famer? Well, so then could...
1: they started comparing him and Matt Ryan. And both both for a long time, I think Stafford is clearly better now. Yeah. But both for a long time, for about a decade, were two good quarterbacks. Like, if you didn't have the Bradys, the Mannings, or the Aaron Rodgers and Drew Breeses of the world, you would love to have one of those guys. Totally. But the problem is the first four guys that I just listed off there are all better than them. They all played at overlapping times. They're clearly the Hall of Famers.
0: So Matt Stafford and his years with Detroit, everyone wants to say like, oh, you know, Matt Stafford, you know, he's withering away, Is withering away. Weren't the Cincinnati Bengals rowdy? Didn't Joe Burrow just take a pretty, I would say bad team, but a, a, an average team well, to the Super Bowl? The
1: Bengals, the two years before, won a combined six games.
0: Weren't they the ten and seven now, the Cincinnati Bengals were in the regular season.
1: Well, I just think we remember we talk a lot about this for football tiers. Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, they're tier one. Yeah. You have like the Wisconsin on the tier two.
0: Yeah.
1: It's exactly what it is for NFL quarterbacks. You have the Aaron Rodgers, the Tom Brady's, Drew Brees, Peyton Mannings. That's your tier one. I guess you would probably argue that Stafford and Ryan would be more tier two like Wisconsin football. They're good.
0: Yeah, they're good, they'll win
1: you games. Yeah, but when they really go up against those blue bloods, they just can't get it done.
0: Yeah, here's what they say. Matt Stafford just turned thirty two. Here's where he ranks all time among quarterbacks through age thirty one. First in attempts, first in completions, second in yards, and third in touchdowns. It's like okay. Well Well that's that's, that's a, all fun. That you can
1: also say that's a product of playing for the Detroit Lions when exactly. they really didn't have a running game. He would throw the ball 50 times. he be
0: down in garbage time in the fourth quarter just trying to rack up points and yards. And, like,
1: look how long it took Leroy Butler to get in the Hall of Fame. 16, 16 years. years. And he was on an all-decades team. <laughs> yeah, he, was he had a, accolades. He was a multiple-time Pro Bowler. He was a Super Bowl champ. Like, it took him forever.
0: Yeah, and now you look at this. Well, well, he was in Detroit the whole time. I think you just had a great point, Rowdy. Was Barry Sanders with the Lions his entire career? Was Kelvin Johnson? Yes, yes. Well, they're hall of famers, but okay. Let's go to the yeah. No, I was. Good. I was just gonna say, but we even like I know a lot of people.
1: You either like Richard Sherman or you don't like Richard Sherman.
0: He's an entertaining. It's kind of
1: one of the. One or the other.
0: I say worse trash talk playing Mario Kart than what he does. <laughs> and people hate him for his trash talk. I'm like you should hear me. And they'll probably
1: come at Richard Sherman. But if you look at Richard Sherman's career, I mean he's probably a Hall of Famer. Yes. I would say the best three the best three corners from that generation, that decade was probably well Darrell Rivas. Don't you talk about me? Him and Patrick Peterson. So he probably knows a little something about quarterbacks, and I don't think he's wrong on the Matthew Stafford take.
0: Yeah, neither do I.
1: Now, Matthew Stafford is 32 years old. We see how NFL quarterbacks are playing till about 40 these days. Say he does play eight more years and the Rams win a couple more Super Bowls. He's probably a Hall of Famer.
0: Richard Sherman's on to something, though, Rowdy. What is it? He said this is like a participation trophy now. The Hall of Fame bar is incredibly low. Imagine – Imagine you're Matt Ryan and you just logged on to Twitter.com and you're scrolling through your feed and you see a Richard Sherman tweet pop up like, oh, this will be entertaining. You start reading it he goes, I'm not going to talk about it, uh, or I'm going to talk about it on the podcast, but the Hall of Fame bars are clearly below now. And Matt Ryan's like, oh, OK, I listen to that podcast. Matt Ryan keeps listening or keeps reading the tweet. And Matt Ryan's like, oh, like a participation trophy. No all decade team. No all pro. No MVP. One Pro Bowl. Not even MVP of the Super Bowl. Matt Ryan's like, OK, I can understand that about Matt Stafford. So he keeps reading Richard Sherman's tweet, and Matt Ryan, he keeps reading. He goes, "Never considered the best in any years he played." Like, okay. And then Matt Ryan reads the last sentence of Richard Sherman's tweet, and Richard Sherman in his tweet says, "At least Matt Ryan has an MVP." <laughs> Imagine
3: you're Matt Ryan reading that's like,
0: what? How did my name get thrown in here when you're telling Matt Stafford's not a Hall of Famer? But here you're throwing my name at the end here. If Matthew Stafford
1: can continue to throw and put up those statistics and yards, touchdowns. Mm-hmm. If he can win another Super Bowl, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a lot of consideration.
0: Kyler Murray. Everybody deleted all those pictures besides two that had Packers coaches in them. And it was like the scuttlebutt was, Kyler Murray wants to go to the Packers. Yeah. Confirmed.
4: Let's do it. Packers.
0: <laughs> and then a lot of people started coming out and calling Kyler Murray like uh, uh, a, prima see, yeah, a prima donna. donna. Me guy, uh, me guy. He doesn't. He didn't want to go back in the game and their loss in the playoffs. Ego. Yeah, big ego. That uh, Murray was embarrassed by the loss of the Rams, and he believed he was made the scapegoat. And he was didn't want to go off. back in. Yeah, didn't want to go back in. Was all hacked off, pissed, yada yada yada. And now apparently, like him and the Cardinals brass are at odds. Well, Kyler Murray has come out with a statement on Monday, five days after he removed the Cardinals from social media. Oh my God, his statement read. As such, a picture of him in the Cardinals uniform with his helmet by his uh, by his feet as he's sitting on the sideline. And his statement said, I play this game for the love of it. My teammates, everyone who has helped me get to this position that believes in me and to win championships. All this nonsense is not what I've been about, never has been, never will be. Anyone who has ever stepped between those lines with me knows how hard I go. Anybody. Love me or hate me, but I'm going to continue to grow and get better. Rock on, Emoji.
3: Rock on! Don't you come at the best? Well, we'll see how much
1: Arizona likes Kyler Murray if they decide to keep him at quarterback when they move on from Cliff Kingsbury in the future.
0: (laughs) Since that was Cliff Kingsbury's guy, didn't he? Didn't you? Didn't he like obsess over him even when he was in high school? Yeah, yeah. Like he was like a stalker. (laughs) He was like Stranger Danger. And hey, then Kyler he, Murray, come get in this van. I got some candy Then he w- Then
1: he didn't go to Texas Tech yeah. with Cliff uh, Kingsbury. Uh, I like Cliff Kingsbury. Barry. Right, Cliff Barry. I
0: like Cliffberry, It sounds like a cereal. Or like Burberry. He
1: goes with Lincoln <laughs> uh, Riley in Oklahoma, and then that's when uh, Kingsbury Order moves like on Kingsbury. to Arizona, and that's, I'll say, it is a strange hire. A guy that was like 500 at Texas Tech all of a sudden going to Arizona Cardinals. So
0: there's no one for like late season collapses all the time? And yeah. Yeah. And
1: he, A, he got his guy. That was when, if you remember the year before, they had just drafted Josh Rosen in the top 10. And they pretty much had an offensive line that was the worst in the league. A head coach who was not head coaching material in the league. And they drafted Josh Rosen and let him get absolutely killed. But Rosen (laughs) still managed to be
0: McCarthy in the Packers. There you go. Yep. That's that's the Rosen stands one claim to fame. He won one game.
1: Then they, then they decided, you know what? We're going to ha- go with this new coach, and we're going to go with his number one pick in Kyler Murray.
0: So what happens? What do you guys think happens? Kyler Murray's going to be the Cardinals quarterback this coming season? Well, it's, yeah. uh, I don't
1: think it's going to be anyone
0: else. Yeah, neither do I. Like, I don't know why everyone's making a big deal out of this. We have now uh, G-Dub and his brother Dougie both saying they would trade Kyler Murray right now for Aaron Rodgers through the old swaparuski. You guys are Dude, also both watching. They don't want Commander him. Fans. Yeah, I was going to say they don't want him uh, with <laughs> the <don't>. commanders. <laughs> yeah, I thought you guys wanted him with the commanders. What's going on here? And then there's more quarterback drama. Russell Wilson. We'll talk about that him again. Later. Oh yeah. All right, quarterback drama in the NFL. We had a little bit about Kyler Murray there. He broke his silence saying, "All of this nonsense is not what I'm about. I'm a team guy." Uh. Russell Wilson. Want to do explore options, right? It's the it's not mm, you, it's me. Well, actually, it was the Seahawks. He wanted out. Remember that? Like last oh, year, he then wanted he came out? back, and he was like, no, no, no. And now he's saying, so he wants out, and he wants to go somewhere else. But now he's saying he wants to stay at the Seahawks, where the camp is, stay at the Seahawks, and win many championships.
1: Do we know if he has any real estate projects that he's in, like recently bought?
0: He did <laughs> say he eventually wants to become an owner of the NFL, or an NFL owner. Not the owner of the NFL, but an NFL owner. <laughs> a team owner. There you go. So, well, I also
1: saw out there for NFL quarterbacks that the Titans GM is saying that Ryan Tannehill, quote, is our guy.
0: Yeah. here we go. And then I saw... Tannehill. Have you guys heard much of the Aaron Rodgers of the Tennessee? After? No. Yeah, nope. Neither have I. Just that one
1: day from that one guy on that one station on that one city in that one uh, state called Rumors, Tennessee. Rumors.
0: Yeah, and we made sources, fun of them. Sources. And we made fun and of reports. And <laughs> we made fun of him a bunch. And now, so Russell Wilson, I don't know what's... I, Russell Wilson, real quick, boys. Do you think he stays with the Seahawks, or do you think he finds greener pastures? I think
1: if you're Seattle, you're dumb if you don't keep Russell Wilson. Agreed. If I have to yeah. choose between Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, sorry,
0: Pete, you're out. <laughs> go choose. Go choose some gum elsewhere. Yeah. Well, bye.
1: I think you can. I think it's easy enough to look around the NFL and say, well, we found a guy like Cliff Kingsbury to even be. <laughs> Decently successful this year. You've seen Zach Taylor take the Bengals to the NFL or to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like you, you look at some of these younger coaches that maybe they didn't have a ton of experience. I don't get why you couldn't find one of those and pair them with Russell Wilson. Maybe brings in some new stuff. Yeah. Russell Wilson's going to make you win you more games on the field than Pete Carroll will with an average quarterback. Yeah. yeah.
0: And and Russ want I mean Russ wanted out desperately last off season. No, he didn't. Well, I don't know how. Just ask him. He, but the dude was like <laughs> s- like sick of running for his life. Wanted some people to block him. Wanted to stay in the front office.
1: Well, the the Seattle Seahawks kind of did this to themselves. And and Russell Wilson is also to blame here. He's the one that wanted to get paid, which I totally get. Yeah, if you're that good, you got to at least get paid sometime, unless you're married to like a supermodel named Giselle.
0: Well, he's got Sierra.
1: True. I don't think she's cashing as many checks as uh, Giselle.
0: No, you're you're right.
1: But I get it. He wanted to get paid. But then remember he was shouting out like all of the Legion of Boom guys that he said deserve to get paid. Uh And then they got paid. And then they're like, oh, crap. Our offensive line is awful because we've spent no money on it and we've had hardly any draft picks on it. And sorry, Russ, you got your players and you got your guys, but you ain't got a line. <laughs> and like, so it was a little bit of both. Like Seattle decided to go that way; they wanted to pay their players and keep them, but then they also forfeited some much-needed care with the offensive for line, sure. and, and that cost Russell Wilson. Because yeah. we've seen it—you could be a really good quarterback, but if uh, no one blocks for you, <laughs> if you're on your you're
0: not going to be doing. It. Like, look at Joe Burrow in the final play of the Super Bowl. Oh, uh, for the Bengals. If no one's blocking for you, yeah. you're gonna have a bad time. Uh so by the way, Sierra worth twenty million dollars net worth, Giselle A billion. Four hundred uh, million. Yeah. Half a, little, a billion. That's a little that's a little difference. A little bit, Just a little a bit. bit. Uh but yes, for uh Pete Carroll. S-
1: Sierra's got the goodies, but not those goodies. Well,
0: yeah, when was her last new music? I don't know. Uh this is for Pete Carroll though, real quick, boys. Well, Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Line one, who's this? Good morning. Uh,
2: calling in from Florida. This is the pipeline from the north.
0: Wouldn't be the pipeline of the south now? Oh no, no, no. no. <laughs> you said Just from Florida, from Troy? Man.
2: Yeah, I'm down here for a month giving it a try, fellas.
0: Oh, you are, Troy. Uh, uh, it's, the, uh, it's the evolution of a Wisconsinite. You mm-hmm. grow up in the cold, and when you get a little older, you're like, man, I'm nah, sick of this. Bro. Then you get retirement, and you're
2: like, I'm going to Florida. Right. Hey, I'm out here walking my dog Jersey, and I'm I'm trying to promote you guys. So I got the radio going on my phone real loud, yeah, Hell I yeah. wake everybody up because Battery's got a big win last night. Woo! Yeah, I gotta be a little more again. Hey, Troy, when I you mean, leave
0: Florida, it's almost nine o'clock where you're at. When you People leave up, should... yep, when you leave Florida, Troy, can you give the bye
3: bye bye bye? that. Johnny
2: Davis did. I will do that. that, yeah, I, will do that. <laughs> I. You know, I, I, that kind of surprised me because all night they're like, "Look at him; he's stone faced the whole game. He doesn't get." High you're low, in the house the end of the game. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Bye-bye. You know?
0: Oh, dude, it was awesome. But, he also dropped another well, choice word at the end. We can't say it in these airwaves. Yeah. Everybody's I,
2: I, was reading, I was reading uh, 24-7 was early this morning, they, an interview with him, and he said, yeah, I had so many people flipping me off, it was unbelievable. So, <laughs> you know, they didn't show that on TV, but.
0: <laughs> Did you see Brad you know? Davison's fiance too, was, like, just getting, just getting hammered on. Yeah, she on, was. She like, she was. Poor, poor hey, girl. a couple
2: other ups couple other observations for you guys. Yeah. Last night's game, you were talking about being kind of chippy and everything. This is for Rowdy in the research department. Go back and look over the years how many other games we've had that have been chippy and controversial when one of two officials, DJ Carson and Bo Borowski, are officiating. <laughs> I'm telling you, we haven't had bull Harley at all this year, and look how much success we had now. I'm not, as an official, I'm not saying that they're looking to create any kind of controversy, but and... I'm telling you, the games are just... Not very smooth one either. One of those two guys are officiating.
0: Well, I know. I, I think Boborowski has it out for Brad Davison, though. I think. He, I oh, think yeah. that's a legit. Oh, I yeah. think that's legit. You know.
2: But last night's nice. game was just. Last night's game was just kind of waiting, and then I noticed that right away after the end of the game. It's like huh, they're not shaking hands. Huh, good. Good idea. Oh, yeah, know? I know. Hey, yeah. Troy. Yeah. As, an,
0: as an official, what did you think of that, uh, The quote unquote punch from wow. Brad Davison to Stewart's face.
2: Hey, you know how many flagrant fouls will now be called if that's the the, the new yeah. the norm? You know, it's crazy. It was just like The uh, you knew it was coming though. As soon as they, as soon as they put you know put Davidson on TV and his background, you knew it was coming. It was a BS <laughs> call, but we moved on and we got the W, which is important. Dude, another that,
0: never... that was the so, turning point for me though. When Davidson uh, got called for that flag, uh, flagrant one, that was a turning point for me. That like the Badgers then cr- ramped up the intensity even more.
2: Right. You know, and I'm I'm really I. Credit to the, to the officials because I kind of knocked those two guys down a little bit, but it's just an observation. But also, they, they, they did correct that call on the ball going out, out of bounds. Yeah, you know, they got that right I love the,
1: the announcers were offended that that call Jay was Billis getting overturned. A, yeah, I didn't Billis get that stinks. at all.
2: He stinks. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I, people love Jay Billis. I'm not a big fan of Same. him. because yeah. I, Pass. I, I'll be able to watch on he, mute. Hey, another, uh, another observation today I had for, for, uh, for you guys Ooh, was Observation Wednesday, thought, yes. Yeah, you must Here's be a doing a lot of there.
0: thinking there in that beach in Florida.
2: Oh. Hey. Well, I'm actually on the road right well, now. a <laughs> so couple miles somebody, from
0: the
1: beach, somebody's a miles from Georgia.
2: The beach. Somebody's got a George dog, Georgia dog fan blowing right in my face right now, and I got to walk the other way. Yeah. But uh, um, you know, you were talking about Stafford earlier in the yeah. show last hour being an, being an inductee because he, you know, or not being inductee, Hall of Fame because he didn't win the hall of, or the MVP award, but. You know, so does that make Cooper Cup automatically because he won the MVP, he's all out of automatically. Well Cooper Cup
0: has Fame. a better chance of making the Hall of Famer than Matt Stafford
2: does right now, I'd say. The you know <laughs> well, triple crown what a, what a, and
0: you know MVP offensive player of the year. Yeah, so. but
2: one so the my my point is one one season of doing that doesn't you yeah. know make you a Hall of Famer all the time. No, but, you're right. You know, you 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 said he's thirty two years old. Give the guy a couple more years, see what he does. I like he, Stafford. I think he's great. Yeah, I just don't think he's a I, Hall of Famer. I, I called in last week and told you that one of your callers was like, oh, "I don't like, him, I don't like." Him. I was like, "Hey, I'm happy for the guy because he's, yeah, for, he's for been sure. treading water for how many uh, years in Detroit, and yeah. you know, a change of pace. And though he, he wasn't MVP, he he contributed, and that's yeah. what you want. So yeah, he's got he's got but, a lot more
0: years under him, Troy. Um, yeah. How's how long you been in Florida? Real quick, how long you been in Florida? How long uh, you staying about,
2: there? About four days. I got about. Uh, Till, Till middle of March. So, how's life down fast. there, man? Dane
0: County's it's finally fun. dropping their mask mandate on March first. I don't know why they just don't do it now. I don't know if anyone watched the Super Bowl like really? who cares. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, somehow somebody's got to get that crowd going for Sunday's game because you can really tell a difference just watching the games and then now uh, you know, people that have been to the games are like, What's yeah. going on here? This place isn't like well, it used to be. Yeah. So.
0: Well, Troy, how's life how's life really quick in, in Florida? Is it awesome?
2: Yeah, it is. Beautiful. Just weather. I'm down in Panama City Beach. I'm waiting for spring spring breakers coming. I want to see, see, check out a few ladies walking on the beach. But, uh, <laughs> you must have took a, a walk away of where your wife was then. Yes. Oh, she 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 hears it all the time. Shakes her head. So <laughs> what are <you> gonna do <laughs> hey, Troy, enjoy the sun, man. Enjoy the warm. It's hey, actually we'll it's
0: gonna be 40 degrees here in Wisconsin. So enjoy yep, it, brother, well, brother.
2: 72, and I'll give you one more time. Go, <laughs>
0: Now, Zach Heilpern, our sports director, proclaims that Johnny Davis, inconclusive, didn't say what we think he said after the end. Uh, uh, ben, Kenny, good morning, young Ben Kenny. Hello, Benjamin. What a beautiful morning, guys. It's like 40 degrees. Gorgeous. Badgers beat Indiana. Snow's melting. Snow's melting. Well,
3: I have a I ace-high cider in my hand. I want to precede whatever we're about to talk about. I, I hate Indiana basketball. Dude, oh my God. Rowdy, tell Ben. I don't think I've, like, it wasn't a program that I have previously really hated. I hate them. I hate them. I'm glad that guy got punched in the face. It wasn't even a punch, though. You'll like this
1: one, Ben. I compare them to Nebraska football. No, I love Nebraska football. Ugh.
0: I I stand in. Listen to the comparison, though.
1: Basically, they've had success in the past, but I'm talking like 30 plus years in the past. Yeah. And they still think they're really good.
3: Yep. You're right about that. But today, Nebraska football, I stand in solidarity. They deserved to be at least 8-4 and four last year. I stand in solidarity with Nebraska they, football. They were the best 3-9 and nine football team to ever step on the field. Yeah, they made history. They, I, they were impressively great. Yeah, they were the first team to lose nine games <laughs> with,
0: by less
1: than I stand po- in solidarity <laughs> with no loser.
3: which I,
0: <laughs> Nebraska's a sleeper
3: was a this year. Anyway,
0: now you sound like a
1: Nebraska fan. Actually,
0: they would say they're champions. Casey Thompson's a baller.
1: Let's be honest. Nebraska's been a deep, deep sleeper for like the last 30 years.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They have been sleeping. Johnny Davis at the end, bye-bye, bye-bye. He said another word afterwards, right? Like you heard that, didn't you?
3: No. I saw what people thought it was. It rhymes with wussy. I started looking at the video, slowing it down. You can see his mouth. Hearing it. I I really don't think. Oh, Zach I, Zach Halpern got how about a hold this. Of how about this? I I cannot conclusively say he said. Okay,
0: I'll, okay, I can agree with that. I I watched the
1: tape. So did I, I, I rewinded a few times. I'm going
3: to watch it right now. It's I had to
1: confirm.
0: Wisconsin coming into a difficult environment and gutting out a win in a physical game. I heard it right there. I didn't. I'm going to. Do you want me to really just kind of here? One One second. One second. I've reviewed the tape. Here. Listen, li- listen. Physical game. Right there, right there. A physical game. Sounds like he says, it's not wussy. But I can't confirm or deny it.
3: Inconclusive.
0: Rowdy, you got a keen ear. See, I, I reviewed the tape
1: for multiple reasons. <laughs> Oops. One, Perfect. I needed to make sure how that ended. Two, <laughs> and then Krabanov came in. <laughs> yeah, Krabanov. And he also got you also got picked up on a hot mic. No, I I I missed all of
3: the post dialogue.
0: You were just saying "f yeah, f yeah." Oh, that's all.
3: Well, yeah, I know. I, that's right. was yeah,
0: I was saying that in my house. I'm like "f yeah."
3: I agree with all of it.
0: So, that was.
3: <laughs> I I agree with all of it. I don't think there's. I a stand one. in solidarity with Johnny Davis and Joe Krabenhoff And I Ugh. Oh. I assume you guys have talked about the people that rush to Twitter and say, "Oh, he has no respect for the game. Oh, dude, he is a terrible sportsman." Act like you've been there before. You know what?
0: Shut up. Stole the words out of my mouth. Here's what I said, Ben. The people that are mad about the halftime show, like it's like a travesty, needed something else to be mad at. So now it's Johnny Davis going bye-bye. They're like, he, he should have just held his head high and walked off the court without saying anything, shook hands, and been above it. And if you there's know,
1: anything Johnny Davis should know,
3: it's they can't take his words away.
0: Exactly, Rodney.
3: You know who was more mad than Indiana fans at Davis after the game? Boomer Wisconsin fans? Purdue fans. Oh, Purdue fans. Sorry. I don't know why. Sorry, boomers. But I like Aaron Rodgers owned the Bears. I think Johnny Davis owns the state of Indiana. Johnny Davis, whenever he goes on the road, he owns the official goodbye. Like He loves telling people goodbye. Oh, it's my favorite thing. Well, I, I mean, Michigan also, you, Brad Davison's fiance, which, by the way, Broadcast found a new shtick. There's no more quarterback in high school. He's no. now engaged. What are you talking about, Ben? If you didn't know. Didn't you hear him talking about how Johnny Davis was a quarterback in high school? I, I did hear. <laughs> yeah. A lot of
0: touchdowns. So now Brad Davison's engaged to the all-time leading scorer for women's basketball in Indiana. But did you know
1: were, what? His brother was a receiver. They were
3: berating her with nasty comments. <laughs> I know. And then, dude, she was chirping back, though. I and, and I would, too, if I were her. Heck, yeah. And then when they were interviewing her, she's like, yeah, I've been
0: taking a lot of heat tonight. Like, it's pretty hostile. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of a bummer. the all-time leading scorer oh. for Indiana. But here's the thing. Wisconsin's better because she's wearing the Wisconsin
3: gear. I, I was- love the meltdown, but good. Like, oh, get some sense. I'm surprised she didn't wear the half and half. If she wore the half and half, would she have been booed relentlessly as she was? Well, if she wore the half and half, Brad Davison said she, he wasn't going to give her those tickets. Well, here's the thing. In the or broadcast, if he really meant business, take the ring. I mm. want it back. He did mm. buy it. Here's, do you think she could beat him one-on-one? No. Uh, I
0: don't know. Brad Davidson's taking it, a lot of charges. It looks like they've played,
1: if I've seen Instagram pictures.
0: Let's uh, Rowdy, do a deep dive, see if they have done a little gave a horse or one-on-one. But I'd let her box me out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you get so uncomfortable over the most nonchalant comments. All right, so on the game itself... Parker Stewart, is that guy not one of the most whiniest dudes out on the court for Ugh. Indiana? What is wrong with that guy?
3: I loved it. I he he was he wanted to fight Brad Davidson so yeah, bad. Yeah, which is that's when you know Brad Davidson is being effective. Yeah, um, Brad Davidson has got the gift of the, getting under skin. The flagrant foul was ridiculous. In what universe besides in Indiana is that a flagrant but foul? I uh, or just in the Big Ten when Davidson yeah. does anything? Like the whole game, you're you're just like. Bumping, But there was not a better way. So there's the flagrant foul. There's two free throws. And then Indiana has the ball. So they're on offense. I think it's still Stewart driving on Davison. Just gets really aggressive and immediately charges into him. Yeah. It's a charge goes the other yeah, way. It's the perfect shiver. end of that. I just find it ridiculous that and I tweeted last night. I, Johnny Davis on drives. Draws more contact than Joe Burrow after like one point two seconds in the pocket. I know, like he gets destroyed by and there's no call and yeah, they when, call nothing. When Johnny
1: Davis bleeds, they actually call nothing.
3: Yeah. When other people bleed, they
1: go to the review and they say flagrant.
3: Oh. Looks like Tyler Wall touched Trace Jackson Davis or got within a foot of him last night. They called a foul. Johnny Davis was, Johnny Davis every night towards the end of the game is getting destroyed at every angle and still scores through it. Yeah. which is absolutely ridiculous and he, uh, no calls.
0: Well, can we can we Maybe they gave one back because when Johnny Davis late in the game drove to the lane and it was a definitely an NBA continuation and I and I loved it. The oh, three, no, that's not a
3: travel. I slowed it down.
0: No, not a, no. It wasn't a travel.
3: It was a. They oh, gave yeah. the continuation. Oh, that should be continuation. I don't think they call enough continuation. I know, but that was an NBA call.
0: Yes, and I loved every second of loved. it because Indiana was losing their minds. I'm like that. That's why he's going
3: to. It was a the triple league. team. I know, and getting just mugged. I counted it. He scored the final the, the final seven points he scored for Wisconsin. Yep. I think he ended up having the last thirteen. I think it was the last yeah, but the last like seven were three buckets. Uh one of them was a free throw. There were a combined eight defenders trying to stop him on those three buckets. Yep. And there was only one foul called. And, and, and they were cannot. all fouls. <laughs> and he scored all of them. He is the man, dude.
0: Yeah, it the final thirteen points that he scored, Johnny Davis. Uh line one, good morning. Who's this? Z and the D. Z and the D. What's up, bro? Not much, so I
4: can... Are, we, are you in, like, the bathroom right now? Like, where are you? No, I'm in the back of my truck uh, and <laughs> stuff for a stop. Okay. So I, think I can confirm that Tyra
0: and Brad have played one-on-one. Um, oh, yeah, because can... on the broadcast, seeing the, these the Zach and the Dells, Tyra on the broadcast did say they would meet in the Dells.
4: Yeah, because Tyra has family in the
0: Dells. Yeah, she's from the Dells, right? No. Or, uh, not... No, your family, yes, correct, yes.
4: She's from Mark, uh, Mount Caramel, Illinois. Her uh, dad was a big basketball player down here in the Dells. That's what it was. And moved. Okay, yeah. Yep, and then so they have family connections up here in the Dells. They come up here at least five to six times a summer. And so um, I are know you, have you
0: Are you like TMZing? Like are you out there like in the bushes like hiding with your camera? He's repping. Oh, you're well, No, Yeah, I'm repping.
4: No, no. Um, well, Brad came to a couple of Coed softball games because uh, Tyra's cousin was playing Coed softball, so I know Brad was there a couple times. I would say Tyra would beat Brad in a three point contest. That's a guaranteed, hands down. I'll throw that out there. Okay. Because her shooting, she wasn't a driver. She, when she went to uh, to Indiana, she was a. Uh, and you know what? She could. She's came a shooter. To Wisconsin. She
0: got the green light.
2: She
4: came, yeah, she could have came to Wisconsin, but the program wasn't that good. And Indiana was a little bit better. So I understand why. Yeah. But yeah, Indiana fans, that was just trash last night. I mean, come on. Now you're just, if those, if they have, those two have kids down the road, it's going to be guaranteed that they're coming to Wisconsin.
1: Z, can you confirm that you didn't like trap Brad Davison in the bathroom for an autograph like James Jones? <laughs> uh,
0: no, I
4: didn't trap James Jones in the bathroom. No, you just you trapped him. You trapped the him election. in like a, in a lobby. You trapped him in a lobby. No, no, that was right outside of Del Bar. Even Evo knows where that. love the Del, Del bar. The and Evo knows. He was just there. He
0: was so there. James Jones just had a beautiful steak dinner at the Del Bar, and here's Z and the D waiting for in the parking lot?
4: Okay, first off, I was there eating, too. And <laughs> it was my friend's birthday, so I was eating, too. So I didn't trap him. And I was not the only one. There was like.
3: Dude, that video, video you sent kid. me, he was so
0: pissed <laughs> that you guys like cornered him and then wanted him to say like a birthday message in the video. He was so pissed. And he bu- and he butchered your guys's, your friend's name.
1: I, I, I also heard from some, now this is a rumor, but you also offered him a hand towel and a mint.
0: An Andy's mint. Yeah. And after dinner, moist, moist wipe in the Andy's mint.
4: I offered him a toothpick, you know, because that steak sometimes gets stuck in your teeth. So that's what I offered him. And I'm not talking like my toothpick of my— Did you grab the
0: toothpick? Because I love a good supper club when they get a toothpick out. Did you grab the toothpick out of the dispenser and say, here you go, James? (laughs) Or did you say, hey, here's a toothpick. Feel free to grab it yourself.
4: Yep, exactly. That's what I did. Which one? um,
0: I
1: grabbed it as
4: and I'm like, hey, it's
1: just, it's it wasn't this here. like in twenty yeah, twenty? This is COVID times. <laughs> like pure COVID hysteria. Hey, here you go. Without, with, <laughs> hey, we're the Dells. We don't live by your That's true. When I was County in the here.
0: Dells, it was beautiful. It, uh, I loved it. Dane County needs to take some lessons. Because I was at the Dells at the Dell Bar, it was it was glorious. There wasn't a mask yeah. in sight. There was sanity there. Yep, we have sanity. And then I also have this And I'm
4: not a truck. Dells guy.
0: Like, you know? Well,
4: Ben Kenny, you on?
3: Yeah, what's up? <laughs> yeah, here.
4: There is live band karaoke at this place in the Dells this Friday. I challenge you to come on down and take me on in a live band karaoke session. He'll even bring a toothpick.
3: Um, <laughs> you would get toasted. What's the go-to song for you, man? Second, uh, I'm hosting the Wisco Sports Show on Friday. Oh, and nice. don't think I'll have time to get down, unfortunately, as much as I would love to.
4: It
3: starts at 9, Ben Cannon. <laughs> nine yeah, o'clock. the Wisco Sports Show is just 4 to 6. And it takes me a while to get out of here every <laughs> night.
0: Where
4: is I this at? Where know? is it at? Where is it at? I, hear, I smell chicken.
3: i must be to chicken. Well, ha- oh, yeah, let me ask. What's your go-to karaoke song, Benjamin? It depends. Oh, well, is that a song? Well, it depends on the vibe. It depends on the mood. Okay, well, do you got a couple then? Or... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. No, I'm I, i, I I'm not furthering this conversation. <laughs> oh, I guess you don't yeah, want to give him any advantages, huh? No, yeah. I don't want to go to the Dells. I'm, bad, I'm, I'm
0: not asking you go to go to the Dells.
3: I'm
1: like, what's your karaoke song? It depends. I'm bad, I'm... When Ebo and I go out to a bar together and we have to sing karaoke, our song, picture, Kid Rock, Sheryl Crow. We hmm. interchange who's Kid Rock and Sheryl Crow.
0: And if I'm, sing- if I'm just by myself, Neil Diamond. I'm
3: a, uh, I'm I am, I said. Roses by OutKast, just for the last verse. So like poo-poo-poo? Yeah. Huh? It smells like poo poo poo. No, roses really
0: smells like poo poo poo. Uh, yeah, but That's but true. but the last verse. Okay, and what's the, is there another one? There are many. Is it Z in the D? What do you say? Greta All Van right. Fleet's yours or something? If
4: Greta Van Fleet's my the, is my number one, but if I know I got a huge crowd, I really want to please. I do. I believe in a thing called love by the darkness, and I guarantee my song will kill Ben Kenney's song. Cool. And if I really want to go old, If the people are really old Like in their 60s I'll go Four Seasons Oh, I'll go Sherry Oh
1: Sherry Mm -hmm.
4: Sherry baby
1: Sherry Actually Just when you and Ben Finally meet up and do karaoke I need a duet of Sherry sang And I need a video
0: Well Z's got the highest tenor part you could get That guy's like Do you pinch your What? do Do you pinch your sack when you sing?
4: Because no, Fleet 5'5". and Frankie Valley is like gone. up
0: there, dude.
4: I know. I can. Well, Frankie Valley is like five five, and I'm five five, so it only makes sense that we could sing "Hi." That's a good point.
3: You know, uh, "No Air" by Jordan Sparks. <laughs> Jeez.
4: How did you know? Love Air. It.
3: <laughs> What's happening yeah, right you
4: now? Uh, Pretty
3: much. I. I really any Jordan Sparks.
1: I, I don't think I know more than just that one. battlefield. Okay,
0: oh, I guess. Come
3: on, guys. <laughs> I don't.
0: I don't. I don't know these. Th- Jordan Sparks.
3: What well, you're know, supposed to be the music guy here, it, not in pop radio. 2007 pop I radio. I couldn't even
1: spell her name right. It's an I, not an A.
3: Oh,
0: I think I knew that. Oh, uh, Z. Um, are you still on yeah. here? Still here? I'm still here. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know what else i was gonna say, but I just love you, brother. I love you too, guys. Ben, come on down Friday. Don't be a chick. Yeah, Let's Go Sports shows the sick. So yeah, And the Dells is like, what, 45, 50-minute drive from Madison? Uh, it's, it's I, I drive slow. <laughs> <laughs> see you, Zee and the day. All right, I
1: take that back. I know four of her songs. Mm.
0: I don't. Jordan Sparks. Bill that, was like, that was
1: like so like mid-2000s. Oh. Like
3: 2010.
0: I think I know Tattoo. Yeah.
3: Ebo. Bill Michaels weighed in. What's what's Billy saying? He said, I either sing Sweet Caroline, Welcome to the Jungle, or Hold On. Oh, Wilson Phillips, Hold On for Just One More Day, Billy. I don't know if I know that song.
0: What? I guess. It is in the early 90s. All right, sorry, Z. Let's see. This is for Ben K. Was it Doug? The one yeah, that Doug, wanted us Doug to and play GW, and "Hold On." Yeah, they love that song. I
1: knew it. Wilson, one Wilson Phillips
0: will forever in, burned in my brain. <laughs> is when I was a little kid, my mom <laughs> would my, my mom made me dust and vacuum all the time, and we'd put on Magic ninety eight and Wilson Phillips would come on. We would both <laughs> sing along the other. Here you go, Ben. Wilson Phillips. I'm hold just on. reading Paulie's comments. You <laughs> Paulie get out of here, dude. Uh, we're really late for a break, but I'm curious. Who's this?
2: Hey, Z is a liar. He's chicken. I was down there at karaoke at a Showboat last year. Hey, well, what he check it out? out? Yeah, I got video of me singing. He didn't want to go up. What? Are you he's serious? Full, he's,
3: yeah, he's full of it. Dare I say Z and the D is a complete fraud?
2: Yeah. Dougie, is this yeah, you? I, I, yeah. Hey, Dougie. I got video. I'll I'll send you video of me singing.
0: He's video evidence of Doug, Z. Dougie, I know you love this song. Can you sing a bit?
4: I big Did you know nothing's fine. You know, Did you know, know, change. Did you know, you Hold on one more day. One more day.